Hallelujah, God. We bless your name, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. It's so good to know that we belong to the Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We could stay right there and be all right. Hallelujah. That right there is a word in itself. The Father, I belong to you. Hallelujah. God bless you on today. God bless you. God bless you. And happy Mother's Day. As you are, are witnessing right now and as you're experiencing, you see that I am not Pastor Tony. Hallelujah. But I, I give honor to Pastor Tony that he has relinquished the pulpit for today, that, that I would be able to speak and share what God has put on my heart to share. And I thank God for that. I thank God for God and all that he does that is so wonderful and it's so gracious and it's so kind. And I thank God for, for Pastor Tony and, and keeping him in such a time as this. And so happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to each and every one. I, I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank God for, for mothers. I thank God for who you are. I thank God for the sacrifices that have been made. I thank God for the relentless loves and hugs and kisses. And, and I thank God for you. And, and today is a day that we have set aside on the calendar to celebrate mothers. We are celebrating mothers. We are celebrating grandmothers. We are celebrating godmothers. We are celebrating aunties. We are celebrating any woman that is nurturing a child. Regardless if they gave birth to the child or that child just landed in their place, that we thank God for mothers and we want to honor mothers on today. As I was sitting and as I was laboring for the word and I, I was praying and I was looking at all the wonderful mothers in the word of God. I looked at Eve, I looked at Hannah, I looked at Sarah, I looked at Mary, I looked at Deborah, I looked at Rebecca. There are a lot of mothers. And as we honor mothers on today and as we recognize who they are, I looked a little bit even at the history of mothers and Mother's Day and, and realized that it was established in 1914. There was a woman named Anna James in 1908 that loved her mother so much that she wanted to honor her mother. And in, two, in 1914, Woodrow Wilson said, you know, this is gonna be the day that we celebrate. And how wonderful that is and how marvelous that is, I cannot express that it didn't start in 1914 that God has always been honoring mothers, that God from the beginning of time has honored mothers, that God purposed in his word to show us mothers, that God's characteristic says that as a mother loveth and comforts her child, so he comforts us. And so I, I, I thank God that this wasn't created in, in 1914, but God already had a plan from the beginning. And I believe that even on today that God has a word. So no matter where you find yourself on today, no matter what situation that you're in, I believe that God has a word. And we're going to hear what the word of the Lord has to say. I'm going to pray and then we're just going to go before. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you right now for this moment in this space and this time. 
Father God, we thank you, oh God, that you are such a good father, God. And Father God, that you comfort as a mother, God. I thank you, oh God, for your characteristics of love. And I thank you for everything that you are, God, and who you are. And I thank you for what you're doing in this season. I thank you, oh God, that you are with us even now, God. And I'm excited, oh God. I pray, oh God, whatever I've studied, whatever I've done, God, God, it is nothing compared to what you want to speak in this moment and in this season right here, God. And so, Father God, I push myself aside, oh God, and I say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Father God, I thank you, God, for you are the master teacher, that you are the one that opens up our eyes and our ears, oh God. You are the one that can take the word and, and separate it and, and make it just for us individually, God. You are the one, oh God. And so, Father God, I thank you, God, that your word is spirit and, it, and it's life. And so, God, I thank you that you go right now, God, and that you just lift us up and you comfort us and you encourage us in your word. And we give you all the honor, God, and we give you all the praise, and we give you everything, all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. And so as I was studying and I was trying to figure out, like, okay, God, what is it that you would want me to share? And I cannot, you know, negate the fact that we are right here in unprecedented times with this thing that's called COVID. It is a pandemic, and for the last two months or so, we have all been kind of locked in and quarantined in and, and, and sheltered in, in place, per se. And so it, it made me begin to think about it, and there's a lot of noise with COVID. Uh, there's a lot of, of chatter. There's a lot of things that are constantly in our ears about this season that we're in. We all can admit that it is not ordinary. We all can admit that there is something that we have never in our lifetime have ever seen before. That this is, a, this is new to us. This is new to us. And so as I begin to, you know, put it together and, and just begin to allow the Lord to speak, I believe that he did give us a word for today. When you think about... Issachar, you think about the tribe of Issachar, it talked about that, that this was a, a people in, in First Chronicles. It says that God is, that they understood the signs of the time. You know, that, it, it, that we don't just stumble upon times. We, we just don't fall into times, but we got to understand that where we are is essential. Uh, it isn't just that, ooh, we just landed here. But God is so strategic in what he does. So no matter what our opinions are about COVID and what's going on, regardless if we think it's true, not whatever, there are two things that I do believe that God is trying to say and trying to speak in this season that we're in. One of those things is that God is good and that he's still in control. God is good. God, God is not shaken. God is not disturbed. God is not he wasn't surprised, but God is good, and he's in control. And then the second thing that I feel so clearly that God is speaking in this moment and in this time is that he cares about the family. That God cares about family. You know, why would you say that, Pastor Kim? Because 
in everything that God's doing in this season, in this time, that he would have us to be locked in, per se, that he would have every activity being shut down, and that he says, I want you to come home. Oh, see, he didn't pull children from colleges and said, come home. He's disrupted school systems and said, go home. He's uh, allowed parents and fathers to be home. And even though you may not or may still have to go out to work, he still has set it up so that the majority of the place that people are at home. And so I believe that God has given us a word. And I believe that this word, particularly because Mother's Day is in this moment and in this time. And so, God, what do you want to speak? And so that leads me into Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And so with your Bibles, if you would turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and we're going to be reading verses 1, 2, and 3. Verse number one says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. I'm not before you very long. I don't plan to be here at all. There's so much that's happened. There's so much that's going on. But I do believe that God has a word, and I believe that his word is able to hit fathers and sons and anybody that's listening. But I, I believe that this word is also specifically for mothers and anyone that would find themselves in the role of mothering on today. The very first thing that we have got to remember is that there is a season under everything there is a season and to everything there is a purpose. You know, that we've got to understand that where we are is not happenstance. That God is wanting to speak. God is wanting to show. God is wanting to move. And, and everything that happens in this world happens at the time God chooses that God has already developed this time and purposed this time, and he knew about this time. He said there's a time to be born, and there's a time to die. And so he clearly states that even in this time that there's babies being born, and there's loved ones that's going on home, but regardless of the time, he already knew it. He, he reminds us that to life and death, there's an appointed time. And so even in this middle, in this time that God has already appointed times, that when we will be born and when we will pass. Verse 2 says there's a time to plant and there's a time to pluck up that which is planted. And so this is the first point is that, that there is a time to plant. Motherhood, motherhood, motherhood. Motherhood is not easy. Motherhood, I would almost say, would be one of the hardest jobs that, that we would, as, as women, would do in our lives. Motherhood comes with a lot of joys and a lot of ups, and it also comes with some downs. 
in our lives. There's situations, there's things that will happen as mothers that you didn't really expect that would happen. There's things that will cause us to take pause and examine or evaluate things in, that, that, that we have done or things that we have said. There is, there is a time to plant. And so it's important to know right now that while we're in this season, I feel God is saying as mothers, this is a planting season. That this is the season right now where you need to be planting. Oh, see, I am a little bit of a country girl. I, I, I'm here in Maryland. I've lived in Maryland more than I've lived where I where grew up. But I, I recognize and I understand because I grew up in the country. I grew up on a farm. I, I saw my, my dad and I saw my mom plant. And I honor my mother today, which is no longer with us. And I, and I remember seeing them plant much seed. I remember my mom planting flowers. I remember her digging up dirt. I remember her, you know, cultivating. I remember my dad doing the same thing. And some things that I remember about planting is that, one, that you need to know the timing. Oh, see, you can't just plant anything, anytime, anywhere, and expect for it to be fruitful. Oh, see, when you're planting, there's, there's times, you know, that you got to know when you need to plant for those potatoes. There are times when you need to know when you need to plant those tulips. There are times that you need to know when you need to plant those tomatoes. It is a timing for planting. And so God said with the planting season is that with our children close by, with our children under us, when we may feel as mothers like, oh, Lord, I can't take another moment of this homeschooling. And as this, you know, my kids around and I don't have my own space and wherever I may be right now, it's just like, this is overwhelming. I hear the Lord saying, this is your season to plant. Too often we have pushed our children out to school teachers to plant. We have pushed our children to coaches to plant. We have pushed our children to um, uh, tutors to plant. We have pushed our children to many activities to plant. And God is saying, I want you to plant the seed. This is the time to plant. And then I begin to say, God, well, what am I planting? Like, what do I, you know, what is it? And God says, God says that we need to evaluate what we need to be planting. Oh, see, we have such a good and a gracious father that he has brought our babies close to us. He has brought our adult children where we may have, they may be in the house with us. He has brought our mothers, our grandparents, maybe in the house with us on today. He says this is a time when you need to know what to plant. See, as a mother, and I have three beautiful daughters, is that what I planted in my little daughters at three, I can't plant th that same stuff when they're 26 and 21. God's like, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Like, you gotta know how to plant it. It's not that you won't sow good seed, but the same way that I treated them when they were three, I can't treat them that way now that they're older. I gotta evaluate, I gotta examine what do they need. You may still be confused, like, I really don't get it, Pastor Kim. I don't really know what you're saying. So let me break it down a little bit more. 
As you're sitting there with your children, as you're homeschooling them, as you're, as you're talking to them, what are you seeing? Are you seeing insecurity? Are you seeing doubt? Are you seeing fear? Are you seeing, you know, um, promiscuity? What are you seeing? And God is saying, you got to deal with it. You got to plant. You got to plant the right seed. Maybe they need love. Maybe they need more comfort. Maybe they need more support. You know, I, I teach school, and I thank God for all the school teachers. I bless them, and they do an awesome job, and they're trying to do the best that they can right now in navigating this season. But I'm going to tell you one thing. It's not enough for the teacher to say, you did a good job, Johnny. It's not enough for the teacher to praise Elijah. It's not enough for the teacher to high-five Mary. The children want to hear their parents' voices. And I don't care if you're three or you're 40. There is value when a mother values their children. There is value when someone can put value and say, I see you and I'm proud of you, that I understand what you're going through. There's some value in that. And with this verse, it says, and then you're going to have to pluck up some stuff. Because, see, once you start gardening, all of a sudden you start seeing some weeds, you start seeing some thistles. You start seeing some stuff that's in the way, and God says, pluck it up. God's saying, like, navigate, cultivate that ground, plant that, so that when you go and you look, you begin to see this is a beautiful thing. See, what happens sometimes, we've planted some seeds, and those seeds are starting to come up, and we don't like what we see. Uh, some seeds are coming up, and we're like, ooh, where'd you get that attitude? Uh, ooh, ooh, where'd you get that? Ooh, where'd you get that language? Uh, um, ooh, where, where did you get that? And all of a sudden, we got to be reminded, maybe we planted some of those things. And so God is saying, I'm, not, I'm strategic in what I'm doing. That this is a sign of the time. That we are raising mighty warriors. And we need to cultivate the ground that they're on. And that we need to plant and we need to pluck up. He goes on to say, there's a time to kill and there's a time to heal. And so this one was kind of deep. I'm like, okay, God, there's a time to kill. There's a time to heal. And God just reminded us that, yeah, you know, there are some things that as mothers, although we're wonderful and we're great and we do so many things well, but as mothers, sometimes we have a little too much pride. Sometimes we have a little bit too much of entitlement that you should be doing something for me. Sometimes we may feel like, oh, you know, this is, this is this, you know. But no, God is like, no, everything is unto him. And he says, I may have to, you know, some things you may have to kill. Maybe there was a relationship with you and your, your child that severed. Forgiveness going on. It could be killing that I have the, 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 the thing to say that I have to be right. Whatever those things are that sometimes hinder the love flow, that hinders the bond, that hinders what God wants to do, if it's not profitable unto God, then we got to kill it. And so I'm reminded, he says, that we've got to crucify the flesh. That he says that there's a, there's a flesh, there's a, there's a thing that sometimes will get in the way. And God is saying, no, 
No, don't stop bickering. Stop going back and forth. Stop trying to be right. Kill the flesh and restore the relationship. See the relationship as it should be. See the gift that I've given to you. And I'm not talking about just the little ones. I'm talking about the grown ones. See, we got some grown children. And we have some severed relationships. And God is saying, go back and, 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 and deal with some stuff. Because I have my best for you. That I have great things for you. And God is speaking and he's saying that we need to heal some relationships. There's some relationships and God says, I didn't, I don't want it this way, that I want it to be good. And I want it to be profitable. And I want it to bring up all kinds of fruit. But we got to kill some stuff. And so when we begin to kill some things, I hear him saying, I'm ready to heal. As we kill some stuff, as we let some stuff go, as we say, I'm not going to be, this, I'm not going to be, try, I'm going to let some stuff go. God is saying, I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to heal. Well, heal what, God? God says, I'm ready to heal mentally. See, when you have a bad relationship, see, I, I don't know about you, but, you know, when my children hurt, I hurt. You know, that umbilical cord thing, that thing is true that they were connected to my body. They were the, the blood source in my, in my wound. And God created them, but there is a bond of motherhood. And I don't want to see my children hurt. I don't want to see my children go through. I don't want to. There's a compassion. There's a something in my heart that just ain't right if my children are going through. I may not can fix it, but I know who can. I, I may not can pull them out of whatever it is, but I know who can. And his name is Jesus. But I can fix it. I can let them know that I love them. I can let them know that I'm here for them. I can let them know that I'm praying for them. It's a time to heal. Emotionally, it's a time to heal. You know, we, we heard that sometimes, you know, with mothers and daughters and mothers and sons, Things may not be what we want them to be. And, and those emotions carry over. We, we, let's not be foolish. If I have a bad relationship on one end, sometimes even the traits I don't want to have, I have. Emotions carry over. Stuff carries over. And God is saying, I can heal you, though. I don't know about you, but you may find yourself arguing or screaming at your child and saying something, and then you go like, oh, I sound just like my mother. Doing something or saying something that I didn't really intend to say or do. And go, wow. But God is able to heal. Oh, God is able to heal financially. You know, there are some mothers out there that, you know, 80% of, of single parent homes are mothers. 80% of single parent homes are mothers. You know, there's a lot on your shoulder. There's a lot that you have to deal with. There's a lot of pressure. There is a lot of stuff. And you may be feeling right now in this season, the load is pretty heavy. But I hear the Lord saying, come unto me, all that are heavy and, and laden and heavy laden or are weary and burdened, 
and I will give you rest. He is wanting to heal. See, he is the good father. He is the one that says you don't have to be going through nothing by yourself. If you thought you had to handle it all by yourself and that you got to prove to somebody that I'm in control and, and I got this, and, and God is saying, no, no. Come unto me. Cast your cares on me. Cast your anxiety. Cast your pains on me. He is here for you to heal and restore. To save or heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. And save me, Lord, and I will be saved. For you are my praise. And the third point is just there is a time to break down and a time to build up. So I don't know about you, but I got excited on this one. Because God never leaves us where we are. See, God never says, you know, yeah, you done brought up some stuff here. You know, you done brought up about some relationships. You done brought up some stuff about some, some things within me. And, and you done brought up some stuff. But God says, hey, hey, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't do that to leave you right there. So maybe some things may be a little broke down right now. Some things may have to be kind of broken down to be built back up. But God says, I'm the master builder. I'm the one that when you put it in my hands that I can build this thing up better than you've ever seen or ever known. But he says that I want to build. And so it is a time to build. It's a time to plant. It's a time to heal. And it is a time to build. We were studying in the Know to Grow series even this past week talking about Jesus and talking about his temptation and how he went to the end. And God reminds me, when you're being built up in him, you can go to the end. You, you can run this race. You don't have to succumb to, to distractions and things that are pulling you from being the best mother, the best grandmother, the best auntie, the best, the best sister friend, whatever it is. He says, I can build you up. I, I can build you up in my word. If you spend time in your word, he says, I will give you instructions I will guide you and I will teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you and I will teach you in how to be that mother. He can build you up. Oh, I know that he can build you up in the, in the faith. You know, when it looked like I don't know how it's going to come through, when it looked like I don't know what's happening to my child, when it looks like the enemy has just run in amok, oh, he says, let me show you that if you just keep believing in me, I can build your faith up. I can show you that I can do things that you can't do. Oh, he can build your faith. I just declare if you just stay in his word and, and you'll be expected to see, oh, he will turn some situations. So, you know, it's not too late. I don't care if you haven't talked to your child in 10 years. It's not too late. I don't care when you talk to your child, you talk to them, but you don't like them. It's not too late. See, God ain't settled with you just talking to your kids and not liking them. God said, I want you to love them with an everlasting love. I want you to love them like I love you because I'm your example. See, I don't love you short. I don't love you halfway. I don't love you kind of, sort of. He says, I love you the whole way. I love you when you're snotting. I love you when you're drunk. I love you when you're tired. I love you when you're waddling. I love you just the same. And his love took him all the way to the cross. 
And his love had him focused that I'm going to finish this race because my love for you is pure. Oh, we can pray. When I don't know what to pray, I can just moan. And I can just grow. You know, it's sometimes as a mother, we don't know what to pray. We can't figure it out in our natural. We experience things and we just don't know, but I can moan. And I can pray in the spirit. And I know that God hears my moaning. And I know that he hears my groaning. We can encourage. You may be sitting there and you're like, Pastor Kim, everything in my household is great. And that is wonderful and glory to God. So why don't you encourage maybe somebody else you looking around and their kids are running amok? Somebody that you know that may need, you know, hey, let me call, call me and let them read a story to me on the phone. May avail yourself, even in this season, with I serve, how can I serve other mothers? How can I serve with wisdom? How can I serve with strategy? How can I serve with ways or techniques? Not just look for afar and go, ooh, but how can I serve? How can I serve? How can I love? And how can I support? See, God has a plan. He is El Royai. He is the God that sees. And so he's the God that sees if you're the mother that had the baby very young and you were a child yourself and you may be living in your parents' house and you may be saying, I can't even really provide for my baby. But see, God sees. God sees the woman that got mad and her husband passed. And she's like, how am I going to raise these children by myself when I've been stressing and wearing and I don't know what to do? I want you to know that God sees. Oh, God sees the married couple and you, you're working together, but sometimes it may seem like you're pulling more of the weight and you're looking and you're frustrated and you're not enjoying what you're going through. See, I realized at this moment in this time that I didn't even say what the title of this message was, but I believe God already does things the way he does it and it is embrace your season. The title of this message was Embrace Your Season. I don't care what season you are. You may be the grandmother that raised your children and all of a sudden you got grandbabies that you are now raising. And you didn't think it was gonna be that way. And you may be a little tired, a little frustrated, maybe even a little angry at God, like, what am I doing? doing? I did my job. But you got some seeds that you need to plant. You got some seeds you need to plant. You may be the older mother that gave birth a little bit older. You're tired. God sees you. I'm reminded in Timothy that God talks about the legacy between Lois and Eunice and Timothy. And he says, Timothy, I know you got what you got because of your grandmother. I know you got what you got because of your mother. It is inside of you. And I know there's some legacy out there. Oh, I know that there's some legacy out there. Your mom may have gone on to be with the Lord, but she planted. She planted. 
And there's some seeds coming up. Fruitful seeds because of what she did. But see, we can't do this thing without Jesus. We can't do it without him. We, we can't. We can't do it without him. We can't figure this mothering thing out. Some days it may feel like you've gotten a sucker punch. Boom, boom. You may have a child that's incarcerated. And you're just like, I don't even know. But I really hear the Lord saying that healing starts with forgiveness. So you may be like, I, I don't have a good relationship with my mom. Well, forgive your mom. Just forgive her. Just forgive. I don't have a good relationship with my daughter, Pastor Kim. You don't know my daughter. Just forgive. My grandkids are getting on my nerves. I don't understand what they be doing. I don't. Just forgive. And allow God to heal. Allow God to restore. Allow God to build up. I declare that He has better. I declare that there's going to be some relationships that are mended. I declare that he is moving right now by the Spirit and that he's restoring that which the canker worm has tried to eat up and steal. And if you don't have any of that and you just have your baby, then plant good seeds. Plant, plant, plant and allow the Lord to water. And so if you do not know Jesus Christ, if you do not know him on today, if you are so tired of doing it yourself, see, he can take your little bit and make it much. You may be saying, I don't have enough money. I, I don't care what it is. Put it in his hands. He can take a little bit and make much. And so if you do not know Jesus, this is the time just to say, I didn't try it my way. I'm exhausted. I'm beat down. And I'm not enjoying this thing called motherhood. That's not of God. Children are a gift of the Lord. Children are a gift of the Lord. And mothering doesn't stop when they're 18. Mothering doesn't stop when they're, they're 30. My mother passed when she was almost 85. And no matter when I talked to her, when I called her, she always was like, you're my baby. And that was a great revelation to me that I'm like, mom, I I'm 20 now. Okay, mom, I'm 30 now. Mom, I'm 40 now. And mom, no matter what. And the longer that I'm realizing that I will always be Camberlyn, Kaylin, and Aaliyah's mom. 
and I have a ton of spiritual children. But I can't do nothing without Jesus. And so please just accept him as your Lord and Savior and just pray this prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you, oh God, for seeing me right now. I thank you, oh God, for meeting every need. I thank you, oh God, for doing exactly what you do well and that you come to heal. You come to set us free. And so, Father God, I repent of my sins and I accept you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you've said that prayer, then you're saved. And our online friends, you could join our church or just find a church. Our church is a great church. But it's all about just, just salvation and knowing Jesus. And for those of you that are mothers, and there is still some brokenness, and there is in all of us, there's some things that we still need to do a little better. There's new revelations that we get in motherhood. There's always something going on that we just go to the Father. We just say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for seeing me where I am. I thank you, God, for you, first and foremost, being my example. You showing me the love. You showing me the care. You showing me the forgiveness that I can pour on my children, God. Help me to plant in this season. Help me not look back and say, what did I do in that season? Help me not to waste the time. Help me to understand that you have done this strategically for a purpose. So help me love up on my children. Help me encourage them. Help me just bless them. Help me do what I can to, to lift them up, give them counsel. Help me to hear from you so I know how to give the counsel, when to give the counsel. Father God, I thank you, oh God, for strength for mothers. I thank you, God, for blessing. I thank you for wisdom. I thank you, God, for lifting heavy burdens on today, God. I thank you for doing what you do, and it is always beautiful. And God, we bless you, and we praise you, and we love you. And we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 